Recently, I was sitting in a recording studio across the table from Sarah Martin. My name is Sarah Martin. I'm the HR and recruitment specialist with Bober Markey Fedorovich. Uh, we are a regional public accounting firm. We typically go by BMF. Good. Is it yeah. too loud? I see a couple no. red. A couple reds are fine. Sarah's a professional recruiter, and Sarah and I had just spent the last hour talking about job search tactics for students and early professionals looking to secure either their first internship or a full-time position after graduation. And as our conversation progressed, I asked Sarah a key question that comes up regularly in the career services office where I work, and that is, when should I begin looking for a job and how do I start? So as a freshman, sometimes it can be tough to identify the things that you should be doing because as it is, college is a huge transition in itself. Um, So I would say take it in in small pieces. Maybe your first semester you consider joining the accounting association or the marketing association, and that'll help you meet other people within that major. Um, It'll help kind of expose you to opportunities within that major, different career paths. and then maybe your second semester, um, you go to the the career fair. I think as a freshman, even though most internship opportunities will be for upperclassmen, I think getting your feet wet and beginning to meet the recruiters and and get more comfortable with you know walking up to a stranger and shaking their hand, it really does wonders. You know, when I see a student for the second or third time at a career fair. I mean, how cool is it to walk into a room of 60 employers and recognize one of the employers there? You know, as a freshman, you really have that opportunity to start making those connections so that by junior year, you're walking in like, no big deal. You know, I know four of these recruiters already. I've, you know, maybe have an internship lined up already. So the sooner that you start that process, the easier it will become for you. Throughout this Ready for Business series, we've been talking with recruiters just like Sarah about how to take action on your internship search or job search. Taking action on your resumes, your cover letters, improving your interviewing skills, navigating a job fair, or creating a solid brand for yourself online. But what if you're feeling like each of these steps would be best left until next year or two years from now? Because you're just getting started in your student career And now we're telling you, you need to start thinking about your professional career. Maybe you feel like it'd be better to begin the job search when you have more classes completed or a few more related experiences under your belt. So for now, you'll just wait to get started. It's just too early. Well, today on Ready for Business, we discuss just that. What you can be doing now, today, this week, during a semester break, Things that right now may seem like small steps, but they can lead to giant leaps in your confidence to take on that internship and job search in the future. From the College of Business Administration at Kent State University, I'm Andy Wyand, Associate Director for Career Services, and this is the final episode in our eight-part Ready for Business series, exploring the readiness of business students as they hit the market for internships and full-time jobs. Our team of career service pros in the College of Business are on a mission to help talent and opportunity meet. So to create this series, we've gathered a group of professional recruiters from a variety of companies and asked them to walk us through their process of deciding which candidates are ready for the job and which are not. We're sharing those conversations in this series so that you can be informed and ready for business. We've reached episode number eight in our series. Episode eight 
it's never too early to get started. So if you are just getting started in your business degree journey, perhaps you're in your first or second semester of college, or maybe you've been a student for longer but changed your major and now business is your focus, in any case, an early step that we recommend is to simply explore. Research your options for a specific career pathway that will be your goal of what you want to do after graduation. Here in the Career Services Office, our advising team offer a number of resources designed for that very thing career exploration. We can discuss how your personal interests and personality traits can be great places to start in putting together a plan and a direction for your professional journey. And one of the first recommendations I typically have for anyone in the middle of this process is to connect and talk with folks who are out there now doing what you want to be doing in the future. Our panel of guests will back me up on this, so let's hear from them. We'll start with Human Resources Director Matt Klaus. Hi, I'm Matt Klaus. I am HR Director with Fathom. Uh, what that means is I do all of the hiring and firing and really am in charge of all the people at our organization. Yeah, I <clears throat> I didn't realize this until after I graduated, folks, so I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, but here's some really good advice. Use those first two years to, even if you don't know what you want to do, understand what's available to you. Um, I, when I was getting ready to graduate, I, I had my, I got my accounting degree and I relatively knew, you know, but I, I knew by, I think by my senior year that these were the the firms that I could, should go apply to. And, and this is who I should be talking to, but it did, it took, I didn't care almost until I needed to go get that job. If I could go back and do it again, I would take my first two years to just ask my professors, okay, if I want to go be an accountant, if that's really what I want to do, maybe you know that you want to be an accountant or you want to be a marketer, you know, regardless, if I want to go do this, who are the organizations in this area that I should be talking to? Ask your professors that. Ask your career counselors that because, A, they're the ones that already have those relationships established and they're going to give you some maybe some good, you know, good channels to talk to, but also – that's going to open you up to career opportunities that you, I'm sure you didn't know existed. Because when you're a freshman in a sophomore in school, you're, you're just discovering what is even out there. And maybe you don't land those accounting jobs, but you might discover for yourself, I don't want to be an accountant because you've done the research ahead of time. So when it's time for you to go get that internship, you're a little bit closer to finding that ideal career starting point for yourself. And you don't know until you start asking questions and talking to people and getting to know what's even out there. Not only will this exploration and finding your fit be helpful for you in your professional journey, but Susan Denton, a recruiter with Medical Mutual, says that candidates who start early, who own their interests and remain authentic to their goals, they actually help her do her job better in finding solid hires for roles within her company. Hello, I'm Susan Denton, and I am from Medical Mutual. I am a senior corporate recruiter with them. You know, you all are at a good place where you're making a path for your future. So really think about what that path is that you want and go for it. Um, but be authentic and, you know, do what makes you happy. So I have a sign in my office that, do, that says, do what makes you oh so happy. Um, and I'm trying to line up candidates to a job that will make them oh so happy. Um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, 
you want to go to work and you want to make an impact and you want to be happy in what you're doing. Um, so go after that. But the best way to, you know, kind of go after that is really truly being yourself too. It'll be a good fit for you and for the company that you're working for. So start looking. It could even be, you know, you're laying the groundwork and maybe you don't actually want a job for two more years. But right now you're building those connections. So you never know. You never know when a connection will help. So, you know, always start looking. But you don't have to actively be applying. So when I posed the question of when should a student start looking to Andrew Trotter and Molly Phelps, who both serve as recruiters for Fastenal, they had similar advice to Matt and Susan and went on to give a few tactics to get students underway. So what, what would be your response to the question of when should I start looking for an opportunity? Yeah, it, it, it sounds a little bit silly, but absolutely right now. There, there's so many opportunities out there and there's so many companies that uh, and Fastenal is a prime example that you don't see in uh, a, a daily basis. We're a business-to-business type company. Um, so there's there's a lot of time that you have right now, uh, especially freshmen, uh, to start focusing on what are some opportunities. Um, all too often I see people or I have the opportunity to interview people that they had to work at this one company, um, but they didn't get in. And then what? Uh, so really starting to build that portfolio, uh, your resume right now is, is huge and will help you in the long run. Hi, I'm Molly Phelps. I am a recruiter with Fastenal. Most student organizations bring in employers that are going to talk about their company or the positions that they have available. So that's a great way, even if the company doesn't do internships until junior year, you're still being educated and have an understanding of what is out there. Research companies, research internships and jobs, understand what the qualifications are for the job you want when you are looking for an internship or what you're looking for when you graduate. So you understand the qualifications and what you need to get there. You set yourself up for success if you are working on it now. While this probably wouldn't be able to go on your resume, if you can go in job shadow or go and see what your cousin does or your aunt, your uncle, going and seeing the different types of work environments, some are very fast paced, some are sitting down, some are moving, some are doing the same thing every single day, every single hour, some are constantly changing. Understanding the different work environments and what you're interested in that could be beneficial when you have that downtime. Then I would say um, once once you narrow it down to a specific company or companies or even an uh, industry, I would honestly just start calling those companies and asking them about the organization, asking the, the, to talk to the recruiting office. And uh, while you're not applying at that point, you can start that, that uh, um, time where they get to know you and start building that, that relationship. Simple questions about... Um, the organization and expressing your desire to work for them and learning what you need to do will set you yourself up for success long term. As you can hear, professionals are not shy about sharing their company's experiences and the truth about what they do every day as part of their job. Opportunities to share this information give candidates a clear reality of the business and ultimately help those candidates make a more informed decision about future opportunities within that company. In fact, in some areas of business, companies are taking this open-door policy to the next level by creating on-site events and programs for students in the early stages of their degree 
to come visit the company and gain an in-depth look, perhaps over several days. Sarah Martin, who we heard from earlier, hosts such a program at her company, BMF, and she explained why opportunities to visit directly with companies are valuable for those students who wish to gain an early start and learn more about their options for the future. Sure. So uh, summer leadership programs are really growing, um, and this will be actually our fourth year at BMF hosting our summer leadership experience this June. It's really a mini internship. It's an opportunity for students to literally get an inside peek at the firm, um, kind of understand what the culture is, learn more about the industry, and then also get their foot in the door with associates at the firm. So you're you're actually meeting, you know, our staff, our partners. Um, you know, various people within the firm. So not only are you learning about the field and yourself, but you're also meeting people, which is really a key to getting your foot in the door. Um, Many firms, including BMF, are really hiring our internships from those that participate in the summer leadership program. So by participating, you're really sort of in that, that pipeline already then for our internships, because ideally we would like to hire all of our interns from the summer leadership program. So ideally, we'd love to see it become a feeder program for our internship. Looking for these opportunities to get involved and visit with a business through something like a leadership program, shadowing experience, or a simple one-day site visit can provide you with more data to make a better, more informed decision about your next move, says Marie Henry. Marie's an HR recruiter with Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. This is Marie Henry. I'm a university relations manager at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I would say, you know, I I recently had a candidate that was a junior and had an internship his very first year. And it was so impressive because he was able, although it was something that he didn't necessarily want to pursue, it gave him the right tools then for those following years to dive deeper and deeper into his, his strengths and get very relevant work experience by his junior year. He already had um, a summer internship lined up, but getting in, that just proves that getting in the door with a company, you never know what you'll like and what you don't like. So you'll see hopefully different aspects and areas of the business that you can apply then to your resume, hone in on those strengths, and then apply it the following year to really gain a good internship that is that better suits what you're looking for. So if you are feeling like it's too early in the game for you to really be taking steps towards your career, I'd argue that the time is now for this valuable first step in getting to know your options. Once you have a good sense of your direction, being able to describe what you like, and more importantly, describe what you don't like, you'll be blazing a trail toward an internship and first job that you can confidently say is a solid match for your career goals. Because you've thought intentionally and are now well-informed about just what your goals include. So what else can be done now while you're at the early stages of your student career? Well, for that, let's go back to our guests. My name's Kate Blake and I'm a recruitment specialist at Sherwin-Williams. There's so many ways that you can get involved at school and so many different experiences that you can take part in that will be great for your resume. Um, So I think just um, if you're getting started, um, 
you know, or you have maybe a couple more years left of school um, or however long you have left in school, really. Um, I think definitely just like getting involved and, and getting engaged or like looking for ways you can be just like building your skills. Um, so I think that's definitely something I would always mention. I'm Lynn Murphy. I am the director of recruiting with Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I would say getting involved, too, because the more appealing a candidate, the more well-rounded a candidate is, the more appealing they are. So I would say it, it shows that they're able to manage multiple things, and I think that that's really important. So in addition to the getting the work experience to determine if what you're majoring in is really what you want to major in um, and getting different angles of it, the being involved in things that are outside of, of work are very, very important as well. Being involved on campus and in any extracurriculars or groups, lots of business fraternities that are available and will help you get exposure to different employers, different experiences, lots of different things. Maybe like, you know, I know PSC is involved in various sales competitions um, and heavily involved in getting you um, acclimated to the sales world and really diving in deep to give members that experience that they need and those tools that they need to get a good look into the sales world. So having those tools and being involved on campus is always um, looked at and strongly encouraged. Yeah, and I would, obviously, you're always going to be looking forward to the next semester, the next summer, the, what am I going to be doing next? So never losing sight of that. And I think if not everybody gets an internship, not everybody works internships every year, every summer or through their college experience, but having work experience, I think, is very, very important, even if it's not totally relevant to what you're majoring in. The fact that you have that you've balanced school and work and and that you're doing that, I think, is really important as well. Hi, my name is Rachel Higgins. I am the executive director of recruitment for Northwestern Mutual. I know Kent State is, you know, huge. We have so many different types of clubs here and and groups. You know, if, if you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to do Greek life. Um, you can do so many other things that are so specific to interests that you have, and then you meet other people that are like you and, and helpful to you down the road. Um, I mean, academics are great and getting good grades. Obviously, you want to you want to make sure you do that because that looks great. But I think to just being involved is is even better than than getting an A in a class. My name is Andrew Trotter. I'm with the Fastenal Company. Um, everything you're doing today, you're building that that uh, a resume up. Uh, so whereas today you may not have a lot of experience, you can get involved with stuff now. Um, there's there's a I don't say an alarming amount, but we, we we do have a lot of people that come to us that that have done the bare minimum and they they do regret not getting involved. So. I would say right now, get involved in something uh, that's going to help you get to where you want to be. Uh, and it might not be what you truly want to do, but if it's going to help strengthen your case when you're sitting down with an organization for a, a job, it's the right decision for you right now. So you can definitely hear a trend here. Clubs, campus organizations, volunteering in the community, or seasonal and part-time work, even if it seems unrelated in the moment, are all great investments of your time because they're giving you the opportunity to demonstrate that you have the soft skills that are needed in a professional setting. They give you the evidence to prove your case of having a skill. Because let's be honest, simply telling someone that you're a good team player, 
means very little if you have no evidence or examples of any actual teams where you've demonstrated that to be true. So take the time now to build up your evidence and examples of the soft skills that recruiters want to see. My name is Tiffany Proud, and I am a senior human resources recruiter at FedEx Custom Critical. Integrity stands out. Work ethic, uh, attention to detail, communication, professionalism, problem solving. Those are all going to be skills that are going to be transferable no matter what position you're working in. My name is Alyssa Angeletti. I am the HR and talent lead at Vision 360. A lot of companies have that outlook like I can teach you the skills I need you to have in this job or what you need to know, but I can't teach you again, you know, to be a a hard worker, to, you know, have that desire to learn or to, you know, stay late because you are so enthralled and excited in a project. You can't really teach that excitement level. Um, So I could go on this one for a while, too, uh, because this is a big mechanism of hiring an organization. Um, I have a method of hiring called we, we use called top grading and top grading uses categorized attributes, character attributes that can be coachable or non-coachable. And I have extracted some of those to align to what we think is important for every person that walks into our doors, or I'm sorry, that we employ. One is um, that drive for more, right? Um, it, it's that initiative to to do more for yourself um, and, and keep pushing. Uh, if, if that's there, that, and, and you don't want to be complacent if you're, you're, you're one of those individuals who goes after more work as opposed to waiting for us to spoon feed you what comes next, then that's a characteristic that we're really looking for. Um, And a good way to talk about that is just through everything that we just discussed here today, all those volunteer activities that you've done, all those internships that you've accumulated, that's what we're looking for. That makes a really successful person or organization. So involvement in clubs, campus organizations, volunteering in the community, or seasonal and part-time work, it's a great step that you can accomplish now. All right, what's one more thing we can do to get an early start? Well, I'm glad you asked because our guests had one more consistent bit of advice for something that can be done early. And that is begin building up relationships with the companies themselves. So I don't think that it's a matter of putting a note on the calendar that says, here's what I'm going to start looking for internships or jobs. I would say probably more more of a, a an answer for this question would be search for the the organizations that would meet your needs through the career, through your career. And if it's Fathom or KeyBank or Goodyear, go start talking to those folks now. Don't wait till they're hiring for internships. In fact, the people that I hire for internships and full-time jobs right out of school, I've been talking to those folks for years. I really have. Um, we just hired one from Kent that I've had a relationship with for two years now. And it's, be, it's not that she approached me and said, hey, I want an internship with you. We just build a relationship. And I think that that makes more sense to me as a hiring person than uh, you coming at me at the moment I have the need. You know, that, should, that relationship should already be established. I think building a great relationship with the recruiter, a lot of companies have campus recruiters. So find out who that is or meet them at a career fair and really maintain that relationship. So maybe you don't get the role that you want within their company the first year or even get the role with them that first year. Maintaining that relationship and doing everything that you can the following year to reapply and get in with the company is extremely important. And also just doing your research, knowing about the company and 
really just having the confidence um, that you need to portray yourself in the right light is extremely important. And I don't think I don't want students or candidates to be afraid to reach back out because the the recruiter really did mean that. And, you know, I've had people that I've reached back out to because I remember them and they're like, oh, I'm so glad you remembered me. And I didn't know if I should reach out to you or not. And yeah, do. You know, maybe it's two months down the road. Maybe it's six months. Maybe it's a year. Now, building up these relationships can be an intimidating step, especially the first time you attempt it. And remember, if you have any questions about building your soft skills by getting involved, knowing your options for a career pathway, and beginning to build relationships with companies within that pathway, remember, you can always connect with your career services team. Teams like ours are here on campus to help you through this job and internship search process from start to finish. And that includes getting an early start. It's it's nerve wracking and and I know that just even speaking from my own personal for experiences that when you put your neck out there and you you make a call or you send an email or you send a LinkedIn message into to somebody like me and you're just inquiring you don't know what you're going to get back. I would say that the what's the worst thing that you can get back? No response. Oh well. How damaging is that to our to our personality, to our character? It's really not that bad. So I would say, even if you're really nervous <laughs> to, to, to like cast out that first line and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, I want to know more about your company, I encourage you to do it. I challenge you to do it because the more you do it, the easier it'll become, number one. And the more you do it, the more conversations you're going to have and the more you're going to discover about yourself and the more you're going to discover about the type of job you want to have and the career you want to have. And you're going to make it work for you. Don't let, don't go take the first job you you get offered to, you know, like be in a position to make those calls for yourself. And I think the best way to do that is, is just start, start having conversations, start building relationships with, with, uh, hiring professionals, or, or maybe it's a, a leader in an organization that you admire. It's okay to reach out. And I, and I think that, it, uh, the moment you, you cross that bridge for yourself, the whole world opens up. The Ready for Business series is a production of the College of Business Administration at Kent State University. Find all of our episodes as well as contact details for the Career Services Office at www.kent.edu business. There you can schedule appointments to visit with a member of our career advising team to talk strategy for your next step. Also visit our website to find our complete calendar of upcoming events each semester, where you can meet face-to-face with employers and recruiters to discuss your next opportunity. If you're chatting with any of our guests featured in this series, mention that you heard them on this podcast. Special guests featured in the Ready for Business series include Sarah Martin of Bobermarkey Fedorovich, Molly Phelps and Andrew Trotter of Fastenal, Matt Klaus of Fathom, Tiffany Proud of FedEx Custom Critical, Susan Denton of Medical Mutual, Rachel Higgins of Northwestern Mutual, Marie Henry and Lynn Murphy of Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, Kate Blake of Sherwin-Williams, and Alyssa Angeletti of Vision 360. We thank each of you immensely for your time and insights to make this Ready for Business series possible, and for your continued support of the students and alumni at Kent State University. If you work in HR and want to learn more about recruiting business students at Kent State, drop us an email at bizcareers at kent.edu. That's B-U-S careers at kent.edu. 
If you've enjoyed and found the Ready for Business series helpful, please rate, review, and tell a friend about the podcast. You can look for more episodes and future series in the Kent State College of Business podcast feed coming soon. Make it a great semester and go Flashes.